Welcome to the Information Systems for Business podcast. I'm your host, Craig Van Slyke. The main purpose of the podcast is to augment the book, Information Systems for Business and Experiential Approach by Franz Belanger, Craig Van Slyke, and Rob Crossler. The book is published by Prospect Press. Before we get started, I want to give a few disclaimers. The podcast purposely omits many details in order to get to the high points of each chapter. So listening to the podcast is not a substitute for reading the book. Each episode contains my view of the most important points of each chapter. Your professor may have a different view. The podcast is solely my responsibility, so any errors are on me, not my co-authors, your professors, Prospect Press, or my employer. Enough of the disclaimers, let's get to the good stuff. In this episode, I cover the most important points from Chapter 13, Information for Electronic Business. Chapter 13's opening story discusses how the internet and other technologies brought about evolution in the music industry. The introduction of the iPod in 2001 led to consumers downloading songs that they could later listen to on this revolutionary portable device. Prior to that, people would buy music by going to music stores and purchasing physical CDs. iTunes and similar services allowed musicians to bypass record companies and sell their music directly to consumers. Improvements in internet bandwidth led to a second phenomenon, streaming services. These streaming services, such as Spotify, completely changed how many of us consume music, altering the music industry forever. This story is just one example of how e-business led to industry transformation. Chapter 13 explores some of the ways the internet and associated technologies have changed the way business is carried out. To an extent, these changes are sometimes hard to perceive because we're just so used to conducting business online. After the focusing story, Chapter 13 describes what we mean by e-business and discusses some different types of e-business. Note that e-business and e-commerce are typically used interchangeably. Technically, e-commerce pertains to transactions such as buying a product. E-business is a broader term that encompasses any business-focused interaction. So in the chapter, we use e-business because it's a more inclusive term. But in real life, it really doesn't matter which one you use. Next, Chapter 13 covers e-business models, which concern how businesses make money. This is followed by a discussion of the technical and social factors that have enabled e-business. After this, the chapter describes some important impacts of e-business, followed by a brief discussion of design and e-business. Business-to-business, or B2B e-business, is discussed next. Chapter 13 closes with a brief discussion of how e-business is affecting how governments provide services to their citizens. Here are the main points from Chapter 13. E-business, which is an electronic means of conducting business interactions, has transformed how business is conducted to an extent that the old ways seem almost laughable. Back in the day, it was unusual to use a credit card. We paid for things with cash. How often do you use cash? I'd imagine you don't use it very often. E-business allowed us to move from carrying cash around to using a card or now our phones to pay for everyday purchases. This is just one of the many transformations brought about by e-business. There are a number of terms that are useful when discussing e-business. See Table 13.1 for some of the most important. We can divide the various types of e-business into four categories based on what types of entities are interacting. Business-to-consumer, or B2C, involves interactions between businesses and consumers, as the name implies. Um, An example is when you buy some batteries or something from Amazon. Business-to-business involves two businesses interacting online. 
For example, when Walmart electronically places an order with one of its vendors. Consumer-to-consumer e-business is when you buy something from an individual on eBay. Then finally, government-to-constituent or government-to-citizen e-business involves citizens interacting with the government. For example, you might renew your driver's license online. There are many different types of e-business models. A business model is how a company generates revenue. Some important e-business models include online retailing, content providing, social media, and e-business infrastructure providers. See Table 13.3 for more examples and details. Both technological and social factors have helped enable e-business. Technology enablers include graphical user interfaces. Believe it or not, in the early days of the Internet, we had to type text commands to do things. And high-speed Internet access, which allows downloading of large files such as videos. A less visible but critical technology enabler is interoperability, which is the ability of different types of systems to communicate and interact. Because of the Internet's interoperability, it doesn't matter whether you use a PC or a Mac when you visit Amazon.com. Interoperability is also an important behind-the-scenes factor in e-business since it allows providers to use many different types of operating systems, web servers, etc. Critical mass is a key social enabler of e-business. Basically, critical mass means that there are enough buyers to sustain the business of sellers and enough sellers to attract buyers to the Internet. Seems almost silly today, but in the early days of e-business, many online business efforts failed because they didn't achieve critical mass. Network effects are also important. Network effects means that every new member to a network adds value to that network. Think about a social media platform. It's not much good if there's only one user. But each new user makes the platform more valuable, which attracts more users who bring more value to the platform, and so on. Figure 13.1 shows an example of how this works. Channel compression and channel expansion are two important high-level impacts of e-business. Channel compression which is sometimes called disintermediation, is when the distribution chain from manufacturer to the ultimate consumer is shortened by removing intermediaries. For example, if you need a new computer, you can buy it directly from Dell or Apple. You don't have to go to a retail store. Channel expansion is the opposite. It's the addition of intermediaries. Kayak.com is a good example. It doesn't sell airline flights, but it pulls flight schedules and prices from many sources and presents them in a useful way. Real estate websites such as Zillow and Truly are also good examples of intermediaries that did not exist before e-business. The design of e-business websites often has a large impact on their success. See Chapter 13 for some specific examples. Most of us are used to B2C or business-to-consumer e-business. However, business-to-business e-business is actually a much larger market. Electronic data interchange, supply chain management systems, and electronic marketplaces are important e-business enablers. Check out the book for some important details about electronic data interchange, or EDI. Search engine optimization involves improving the visibility of web pages on search engines such as Google or DuckDuckGo, or even Bing. It's pretty complicated and constantly changing, so keeping a website near the top of search results is a constant challenge. Companies can also pay for higher search engine rankings through keyword bidding, or pay-per-click it's sometimes called. Table 13.5 shows some of the most expensive keywords. Spoiler alert, insurance is the most expensive. The use of information technologies to improve how governments provide services is an important trend. 
e-government occurs at all levels of government. For example, you can pay taxes, renew licenses, download government forms, and access many other government services online. This is all much more convenient than the old days when we had to go downtown and stand in line to get many of these services. Let's call it a wrap for Chapter 13. You've been waiting for it, so here it is. Read the chapter. Thank you. Okay, that's it for this episode. Remember that you still need to read the chapter since the book has much more detail. Have I mentioned that yet? Fortunately, we, the co-authors, worked really hard to keep the chapter short and to the point so the reading shouldn't be too bad. Talk to you next time.